0: Remember you. Oh. Hey, 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 where are you going? Come here, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hello, folks, and welcome back to Chris Wide Africa. This is Chris in central Pennsylvania. As we continue to calculate the cost of the indifference or complicity of the central government in South Africa and the recent unrest that unfolded in KwaZulu-Natal and Hauteng provinces, we get a fuller picture of what really happened. As i previously reported, as events unfolded and as information came in about the number of stores looted, the damage done, the calculation on jobs, my estimate of the number of jobs directly destroyed as a consequence of this, we're now getting clearer pictures about automated teller machines and bank branches that were looted and destroyed in this recent unrest, which the government of South Africa did virtually nothing to stop, seemed to be quite gleeful, ignoring the situation for days, the president not even addressing it for about eight days after the violence started, probably as many as 100,000 people involved in the looting, only a handful of people arrested, while the government, which claims it had no knowledge or no intelligence telling them about this, which is a very strange statement on their part, given that they knew that Zuma was convicted of being in contempt of the constitutional court and that he had time to turn himself in. He failed to do it. Thousands showed up in Inconland three consecutive days. They did nothing. And then he finally surrendered after eight days, long after he was supposed to turn himself in the 4th of July. He does it on the early morning hours of the 8th at the Escort Correctional Facility in KwaZulu Natal. This was easily predictable. It was predicted by many, including myself, and the events had unfolded. But the government of South Africa did nothing to prepare for it, nothing to prevent it, then claims they had no idea. Yet in the aftermath, after they've been spurred to action, finally after incalculable damage has been done, to the confidence and trust of South Africa's rule of law and its economy, not to mention its infrastructure and its law enforcement, only then do they respond. And suddenly they have intelligence that there are 12 ringleaders and they're going to round them up, people responsible for this, that it was a coup attempt. that It's an insurrection, much like the false attributions of and insurrectional events of the 6th of January in Washington, D.C., this wasn't an insurrection so much as this is an internal civil war in the African National Congress. But let's talk about the damage done regarding currency and banking facilities that took place. The Banking Association of South Africa's head, Bongiwe Kunene, reported that 1,223 automated teller machines as well as 269 bank branches were destroyed in the unrest. Destroyed. a lot of these units are being repaired the number that need to be replaced is now at over 1400 so more than just those destroyed some that were damaged so 1400 will need to be replaced it's going to take at least two months for all of these to be brought back online that's assuming that they're able to do this safely with an estimated 20 million rand stolen from the machines and many many of those notes are currently in circulation but if you came away with notes in your looting If you've come across notes that were looted, if someone gave you notes that were looted, be forewarned if you haven't already figured it out. You want to to Juvenile Hall for a Butterfinger? Is that it? Look around, man. All the cops are into something. It's Christmas. You could steal City Hall. The South African Reserve Bank has warned South Africans that transacting with stolen notes could make you complicit in criminal activity. Once a note has been stolen, it's not legal tender. (laughs) The Central Bank said that the Automated telemachines are equipped with technology to stain banknotes in case of attack. (laughs) A process of protecting the banknotes defaces them so that they carry no monetary value for people who invade and destroy automated telemachines. Now, they hold cash in special containers that are protected with dye-stain technology that is activated once someone breaks in and tries to break open a container the notes are stained. Once activated, the cash is stained with a green dye, the face defacing the notes. But you see that the, even with a green dye, some of the bills, because their color, change different colors. But it makes them unusable. These stained notes are recognized as having no monetary value once they've been stained. And if you're caught using them, you're complicit in criminal activity. So, so much for stealing from ATMs. What have you accomplished, you scumbag thieves? Not a whole lot. You've accomplished very little in your effort to steal money from these machines since the currency is unusable. The of the notes will cost a small amount of money, but the loss of confidence in society, the rule of law in South Africa is a far greater casualty of the events that unfolded from the 8th of July through about the 16th or 17th, 17th of July. And there you have it folks. That's the situation with the banknotes in South Africa. The looted ATMs over 1,400 will have to be replaced. 1,400 machines. Absolutely insane. While the African National Congress-led government sat by willfully and did nothing to stop this, police were outgunned, outmanned, out of ammunition, and left on their own. Nearly in as bad a condition as the private citizens themselves. Well, folks, if you're not a to Chris White after, hey, why not take a moment and become one? It's absolutely free. Right down there, smash that subscription button, and get access to unbiased, no-dog-in-the-fight analysis of events in Africa, and in South Africa as well. Thanks a lot for your time, for your patrons, and your support. Be sure to smash the like button on your way out the door. It's also right down there. Thank you very much. Take care, folks. Be safe out there.